You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. Now, typically, Roger, you and I get to talk about a film where we have maybe months, maybe we have years of reflection. We've seen the film. We've been able to study the marketing campaign. We have lots of lessons to derive from our research, but not today. Today, we're talking about a film that nobody's seen. Nobody knows what it's about. In fact, the trailer was only released 24 hours ago. Let's watch it and listen to it again. Thomas? You seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. why you're still fighting and why you will never give up you don't know me no We are talking about The Matrix Resurrections. Chapter 4, 
of an amazing, amazing franchise. But as I mentioned a moment ago, this came out of nowhere. Literally over the last few days, the internet has gone on overdrive, Roger. And this trailer that we've just been watching, listening again, was only released literally 24 hours ago. That's right. And I, I didn't know anything about this until you pointed it out to me a few days ago. And yes, the, the, uh, the trailer out yesterday, it, uh, it's incredibly uh, interesting. Um, it's definitely a Matrix film. Um, I thought maybe it was a Matrix film starring John Wick um, as opposed to Neo, but we'll have the uh, argument about the length of Keanu Reeves' hair later. Um, but wow, yeah, I'm excited, and it's coming out in December. But the th- I think what we really wanted to talk about today, Pascal, was the fact that even though the trailer dropped yesterday, there's a massive amount of debate, speculation, excitement, and almost like guerrilla marketing been going on since that trailer was shown to an exclusive audience at CinemaCon back in August 2021. Yeah, I mean, I saw the the news items and many of the, the blog posts and so on felt very envious yet again. So people were invited on 24th of August, and the date is important because we can see how the speed at which things are moving and I read articles about people describing something they'd seen, and it's so, I'd imagine even when they were writing in Roger, they must have felt, I can't do justice to this, because if what they saw was the trailer, or even the teaser of that you now have now seen, it's almost impossible to express in words what's on screen, isn't it? Yeah, and, and from what I can gather, when they showed this trailer at CinemaCon, you know, nobody was allowed to do a film copy of it with their mobile phone so presumably they had to frisk everybody who was going into the auditorium to stop them having anything that they could use to record it so yes they were in that room and they were probably blown away by that trailer like like we were when we watched it yesterday but they weren't uh they had no way of showing it to anybody else other than actually explaining telling and that's what's really interesting because as you say there's lots of reaction videos to this trailer on youtube as you would expect but normally people play the react play the trailer and then pause it and say this is what i think is going to happen blah 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 but people are doing reaction videos to a trailer that they can't show videos of and people are doing reaction videos to trailers that they haven't even seen they're doing reaction videos to the reaction videos of the people who are in that room at cinema and and it's almost become this sort of it's it's word of mouth gone absolutely mad isn't it and if you're the filmmakers bear in mind that the release has been delayed because of covid you'd be pretty pleased with this so playing the card of scarcity and exclusivity is something that has not been done for a while uh, and that's been great now i would say you know i was envious of course but we didn't have to wait too long because on the 7th of september merely three days ago the this is the matrix.com was republished with a different URL, which we're going to discuss in a moment. And suddenly, out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, you're faced with this uh, very, very dramatic image of the red pill and the blue pill. And here you are, you can choose one of them because, as the strap line uh, says, the choice is yours. And on the 7th of September, on the, the, the choice is yours dot what is the matrix.com, you can play the teasers. Yeah. And of course, depending upon which um, pill you chose, you actually get to see a slightly different trailer. In fact, I think there was a, a fairly 
sizable number of combinations that were triggered by the clicking, wasn't it? It's not it wasn't just two teaser trailers. I think they had all sorts of different bits oh. that came together. So it was just and, and I've even seen people on the internet who must have watched it as many times as they could to get all of the little bits and then they've tried to cobble them together into their own trailers. They did, yeah. So I would love to speak to the tech team on this one because this is what happens. If you've not had the pleasure yet, go on it. Whether you choose the red or the blue peel, something happens, which is that you're being addressed as the audience. So somebody, the narrator, is talking to you directly, and it also would say, you believe this is the time, and the time is being read out to you, and every time it is the correct. So right now, as I'm recording you know, with Roger, it's 15.44 in the UK. If I was playing the teaser, the voice would say, you believe it's 3.44 p.m., and when you play the teaser a few minutes later, the time has changed. So they also yeah. have the times read out. And according to people who have been spending far too much time on, online, <laughs> because you have core scenes, but then after you have scenes that changes all the time. I will confess, Roger, I've watched about 20 times the teasers on both the red and the blue peel. And every time there's a new scene. Yeah, so according to, you know, let's, let's call them the geeks and the nerds out there, who have been looking at the teasers, best to the tune of over 100,000 variation because there's so many scenes that keep changing. I've watched mm. it 10, 20 times, and every time I think, oh, that's it, I've, I finally find the point where it's go back to, you know, version one, and then, no, there is an extra scene in, in the teasers. So that was the 7th of September, and then two days later, we have the official trailer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's remarkable to think that they shot a voiceover for every minute of the, tw- the 24-hour clock. I mean, that is utter dedication, isn't it? And fabulous detail. Unbelievable. And in terms of uh, that being very cleverly database-driven, um, like I said, on this occasion, I would love to speak to the tech team and say, how do you do it? How do you do it? Is it you know random algorithm? Is it went off for the time before for, for the scenes as well? And when we and I looked at The Matrix, the original one, in episode 32 of Two Geeks and Martin podcast, yeah. actually, it's quite interesting. It should be, uh, you know, obviously uh, moving on. The trailer finished on a question that the character of Trinity asked, and basically she was saying, um, it was, it was um, Morpheus, I beg your pardon, who said to Neo, but I said to the audience, no one can be told what the Matrix is, you have to sit for yourself. Now, in this trailer, because we know what the Matrix is, we have somebody else that r- closes the trailer by saying, as you heard a moment ago, after all these years, to be going back to where it all started, back to the Matrix. And yeah. once again, they're using one line from the movie to address the audience, but actually to mirror how we feel. Yeah. And and another thing which is really interesting is that I believe that when this gets launched in December, I think it's the 22nd of December, it's going to be launched in theatres and also at the same time it's going to be streamed. Now, this is something that I've been saying throughout the pandemic. Maybe it's a time when we have to get to that stage where we give people the choice to go to the theatre or to go to uh, and watch it streaming. But if you choose the red pill or the blue pill, it sort of hints that I think the red pill is the one that reveals the real world to you, that it's a computer simulation way back in the in the original film. And if you chose the red pill 
for the teaser trailer, that was very heavily implying that you should see it in the theatres, i.e. that will be the best way to reveal it, whereas if you chose the blue pill, where you're more than happy to just let the world stay as it is in your context, then that's what, that's the streaming. So even though they are going to release it, cinemas and streaming at the same time, the, the undercurrent, the sort of subconscious nudge is still for you to go and see it at the cinema. Can I quickly ask you, because you are the, the music fan, really, and, and very knowledgeable about music as part of the two gigs, the choice of the song White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane, which I think is probably the more current version by Den Society. It's just absolutely spot on, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the white. I mean, it's... it's uh, it, in fact, the reason I watched the trailer more than once, even though the visuals are absolutely stunning, was was, was to listen to the song again. <laughs> And they talk about taking the pill. In uh, it, it's yeah. just, I think, as a filmmaker, you must have thanked the god of cinema to give you, you know, th- this track. So, unusually for two gigs and a marketing podcast, we can't give a big, big review and essay about the marketing techniques because they haven't happened yet. Yeah. What I will say is that if you go on imdb.com and look at the window that says storyline, this is what you can read: the plot is currently unknown. And what I really want, I'm going to ask you for your prediction about what they might do next for the next three three months, really, leading up to the release. Oh, by the way, a lovely palindrome, you know, because if you look at the date in the US where it's a 12, 22, 21, you know, it's a lovely little symmetry there. But when it comes to the marketing, what can they do next without spoiling the storyline? Because I don't want to know the story. I want to be blown away like I was in 1999 when The Matrix came out. I I don't know. I, I, I think maybe, Pascal, because they've already done this remarkable trick of stitching together potentially hundreds of different little scenes to create all sorts of different teaser trailers, I think that they'll carry on doing that sort of thing and maybe pepper the 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 future marketing with some red herrings. So we're not quite sure what the reality is or what the... Rea- or, or what the um, the the obfuscation is so some of it might be a hint as to what's happening in the plot but i think we'll be given quite a few um red herrings so that we only find out the truth when we actually see the film itself i hope so because in a way unfortunately when you go on imdb and you see the list of the cast it does give some of it away which is i Mm. think you know the element of surprise um it, it is what it is um so i'm going to certainly try not to read and watch too many things. I think there's an element for them to do things we've seen before on Two Kicks and Martin podcast of gamification, you know, asking yeah. audiences, what do you want your reality to be? Maybe you could play games, you know, and being one of the characters in the Matrix. They could even do some things like around geolocation, as we discussed with other marketing campaigns, where could you, for example, go somewhere around the UK, take a picture and say, I think this is fake, this is part of the Matrix, yeah. and you could have a bit of fun with that. Or could they put you know, some QR codes where you could reveal maybe some additional teasers? So I think the element where... Uh, of audience participation through games, through quizzes, through riddles, I think would be great. But I really don't want them to give tell me any more about the story. I think the trailer is so rich, and you could freeze frame and watch you know different ways of um, what is happening. Yeah, and of course, you know, back in the nineties when the original films came out, we did have three D games, didn't we? But they were in their early early formative years. The graphics were nowhere near as good as they are today. So I think that you know virtual worlds now are much more cl- 
close to reality than they were when the Matrix films first came out. So maybe they'll be doing something with VR or or, mm. or they call it the metaverse, don't they? Maybe there'll be some metaverse stuff going on here, Pascal. There's one thing that um, was more from the world of advertising. You may remember, um, I think it was Honda that did this thing where you went on their official website, they gave you video clips and music, and you can create your own adverts. And I wonder whether, again, in the spirit of gamification again and um, you know, auto emancipation, why don't you allow people to invent their own Matrix trailer and publish it and get reaction from others? I think there's something in there where I suppose what I would want is not to have just to be passive for the next three months and just you know bite my nails nervously thinking, I hope the story is going to be good because I don't want them to tell me what the story is, but I'd like to have something to occupy myself and, and get excited and have some, some more to talk about. Yeah, just imagine though if so many people have done a damn good job of putting their own trailers together now already with what they've been given on YouTube. Imagine what they'd be able to put together if they were actually given some sort of platform to do it. So, Roger, this was episode 52 of Two Geeks and a Marketing Podcast packed with news content, tech and some wisdom, we hope so. And to the next one, please go out there and make sure your marketing is done right. I was Pascal Fintoni and he was Roger Edwards. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates.